0: Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? And I need all of you to stop what you're
1: doing and listen. It's Waffle Box time. I don't even know what that means. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. No, it's not. Nice. It gets Whoa. the people it... going. Ah, you know what old Jack Burton always says at a time like this? My crotch is itchy. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. and don't call me Shirley. What would you do if you had a million dollars? Two chicks at the same time, man. Just thank the Lord she didn't live to see her son as a mermaid. You killed a hooker! A call girl! No, she was a, Cyril, a girl. when they're
0: dead, they're just hookers. This time we are sure she's a woman, right?
1: Why do you want to listen to the TV with the stereo
0: on? I like to party?
1: Let's do this!
0: And welcome to Walker Box, episode 6, the podcast where we talk about anything, everything, and nothing, all at the same time. I'm Mike Fish, and I am joined, as always, by Mr. Kush. Hey, Cush, how you doing, my man? What's mate?
1: good, y'all? What is good, y'all? How are you doing, Mike? I'm,
0: I'm, I'm sweaty. I'm sweating out.
1: Uh, you, you, you feeling so that global warming too, pal? I'm sorry to hear that.
0: I'm, I'm English. <laughs> I'm used to 65 degrees year-round. It's 99 degrees right now. Mm-hmm. 97. Sorry, I had to correct myself. It did drop a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's 97 degrees. 52% humidity. It's... Clammy. That's the best way I could... Clammy. It's clammy in New yeah. Jersey. How's yeah. it in... Uh... I, I
1: understand uh, Portland, Oregon was in triple digits over the weekend. Like 110, 112 levels. Um, yeah, uh, that was the kind of hell they were having. But here in San Francisco, man, uh, Alexa says it's 62 degrees right now in my neighborhood. So, it's... It's cold, but this is normal for San Francisco. See,
0: that's weird. I, I just always... Any, anywhere in california i just always assume this is hot hot all the time no but I you mean,
1: get you know, we'll, we'll get some heat spikes and then um, come come late october mid september october then we'll that's when our summer will officially begin and uh, then we'll we'll get you know maybe in the 80s mm. but, yeah yeah, we had an earthquake, a, had an earthquake there, right? last night.
0: Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, how did that go?
1: It was fine. So, we had a 4.1 last night while recording uh, this Friday's Microdose with uh, Drew Angelman from the Movie Minds podcast. We were talking about summer films, but during the middle of the Robinsetto cameo party, uh, a 4.1 earthquake out of San Lorenzo, California. That's East Bay and a little beyond. So, it's it's a good distance. So, if you're in San Lorenzo, uh so you probably lost a plate or two uh maybe a dish as well but otherwise otherwise like you, we just felt a rumble the mic started shaking uh robin said you could see the camera wobbling so that, that, that was an experience for everybody virtually
0: are people going to be able to enjoy how you reacted to the earthquake on the microdose or did you are you going to edit uh, that
1: out through audio uh, magic? totally leaving it in but yeah like i, I think I don't think it's anything dramatic other than, like, oh, you, are you guys seeing this? Because, like, obviously, Drew Angelman's in Florida, and Robin Sato's in Sacramento, so the, they are... They have no idea what's going on. Just like, all of a sudden, I'm just, like, spiked up. Like, hmm? Do I need to move? Um, I got a window right here, so if, if it got any stronger, I'd be like, ooh, is that going to break? Do I need to get into this doorway over there? Do I need to worry about this mirror right here? Um, but it... it I could compare it to like a a, a a a big rig driving by the house really quickly, which has also happened before and has been mistaken for earthquakes. So that is a big rig, That's a big mm-hmm. big
0: rig. Indeed. So other than other than potentially fearing for your life, <laughs> anything else uh, interesting in the world of Cushing this
1: week? Yeah, man, went back to work for the first time since November. And before that, February of last year. So, it was good. I uh, was part of this boxing event. It was a pay-per-view thing. The network running it, it was called BLK Prime. I've never heard of them before, but they run out this really nice warehouse that I, I don't want to talk about on the air. But it was, it's it's very super-duper exclusive. So, like, only staff is there. Only talent is there with their plus one. And you know the judges like this is a super low key event mm-hmm. um i believe this was their third event so this would be uh, it was nice to be a part of this um i had a i had a rough rough intro but then once i got my emotion down i had a much bigger part normally i just plug shit in and then chill in the corner All right what do you By do but this do? time they're like they need we need you to stage direct we need you to like cue these guys in we need you to count this guy in do something, push this button every so often. And when they're explaining that all to you at once, and you've, you've never worked a boxing event before, or, or just the event period, you might get a little confused. So, it, you know, I ask questions, and they get annoyed, but I'm just like, yo, we're doing this right. You're going to tell me this for the 14th time. I'm sorry. Um, but once I got my rhythm down, it was, it was a pretty smooth show. Uh, four fights. Four Mm. fights. No one you've ever heard of. And even if you had something was up. No one was using their birth name. Everybody had a so one fight was between a man named Gorilla and another gentleman named the Canadian. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Now these are two very big gentlemen. And um, I think I want to say they were the second fight. So they were they were a little rusty, but they were better than the first fight. Um, you know, they're they're throwing some blows, but you know, they, they still they're still brand new at it. Uh so, so is, it, that is was this interesting kind of like
0: see. is this like BLK's like gimmick, or were these people like so ashamed that they were on this show they didn't want to use their real name?
1: I'm pretty sure this is just their gimmick. Uh I, I don't have an explanation why for that. I think I think they're definitely doing this on purpose. Um, who
0: else who else was on the show other than Gorilla and the
1: Canadian? Mm, well, let's see. So the main event was between Black Goku okay. and a gentleman named um, Memnon Warrior. <laughs> okay. Now Memnon Warrior is the real deal, dude. Um, this dude looks like a boxer. He's just not an ounce of fat on him. He literally just cut like you. It, thankfully, he's, he's seems like a very nice person, but yeah, this you could tell this guy knows what he's doing. Um, Sounds like
0: an obscure character from like the Marvel Cinematic Universe.
1: <laughs> I believe he's he's based his ring name on a Greek uh, warrior. Uh, just based on a brief Google Google uh, search I did, but uh, Black Goku is not so much a boxer. I, I don't know how he ended up in the main event. He he is a rapper. Uh, oh. he, he's he's not bad. He's he's a very nice dude. He was the first person uh, first talent to show up on location uh I, I don't know what his call time was supposed to be but i feel like he was really early and just super enthusiastic about being there shook everybody's hand and uh really nice dude had this whole thing worked out was he's gonna rap to the ring oh he, he's in, he's an entertainer dude that shit was entertaining as fuck but as then he, he got like in the uh, ring
0: apollo creed
1: well, Apollo Creed's already in the ring, but Apollo Creed's all business. That's Memnon Warrior. Like, again, that this dude's just—he's gonna hurt you. And there, there is a there. This match was incredibly lopsided, dude. Uh, spoiler alert: the referee wisely stops it in the middle of the second round. And um, yeah, the, the kid was just blown up. Black Oku, like, no point is he like putting his hands up. At some point, he's just like. Uh, you know he's, he's he's wildly out of his element I don't know why he thought it was a good idea I hope I hope he got paid but uh, he, he definitely I don't think he was hurt any, any, any more than his pride so hopefully he shakes it off but uh, yeah he's no matter what amount of training he did and he blamed it on just I didn't train hard enough the, well. this, his, his opponent wasn't a whole other class it, it's, it's not even a contest
0: I mean, I'm no professional fighter. I'm a professional fighter, but I know if you're if you're concerned about your cardio, probably best not to rap on your way to the <laughs> ring. You should probably just like preserve
1: all your oxygen. Yeah, that's but fair. That's that's, that's a that's a wise observation. But you know, a gimmick it's a good gimmick. Oh well, I, yeah, I hopefully, uh, it.
0: hopefully, he makes something of himself. So, so yeah. was there any
1: live crowd, or was it just all for TV no. pay
0: per view? Wh- where was it airing?
1: Uh, it, was, it was airing on their their own network, BLK Prime's uh, own URL. So it there, it's a whole network. It, it has a subscription plan. They have movies. They have uh, TV shows. Oh. They don't unfortunately let you browse it before the, you guys subscribe, and then you can see what's on our channel. But <laughs> that's um, it's interesting. It's it's an interesting strategy. Uh but uh for for $13, you can see this fight. It is still available now. And um the next fight is going to be at the end of July. So, so we may or may not be a part of that. Uh we'll be happy to be there. If not, hell of an experience, dude. Um yeah. It was a good day. So
0: I mean before we move on, is that $13 is that just for the the fights or is that their monthly subscription charge?
1: No, that's just for the pay for, for that single event.
0: Ah, oh, so it's like Disney Plus, where you pay X amount per month, and then for their special movies, you have to then pay twenty five bucks on top.
1: I don't know that you need a subscription to. Yeah, I don't know if it's like Disney Plus, where with like the block coming up next week, but but I I do know this fight or this event was thirteen dollars. I don't know if you get to keep it or if it's a one time deal, but uh, that's that's what I know. So it's an hour and a half. Uh, I think they're going to do a little polish up on it. So, yeah.
0: That's a pretty positive for a streaming network. Just to be like, hey, subscribe to us for, don't know, $6 a month. Ooh, what do mm -hmm. I get for $6 a month? It's a secret.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I have a feeling they have a very, very niche fan base. Like, the people signing up for this know what they're getting. I would hope so, at least. I would hope so. So... But yeah, it's an interesting project. I hope they they go further with it. Um I actually kind of like it without a crowd. I think more people would just get in the way. Just uh yeah, just there was just one little row of plus ones, again, friends and family. And uh they they cheered on who they cheered on and yeah. It sounds
0: like it had like a a fight club atmosphere.
1: It's kind of underground, man. Again, like we're no one's using their real name. So it's um, It's an interesting experience.
0: So now you're using their rule name, sort of like. In the wrestling world, Segway. Hmm. Um, so did you see, because obviously people that know us will know that we connected through our mutual admiration of the WWE or professional wrestling. Of the Squared Circle. Yes, sir. Or as Vladimir Kozlov used to say, double double e. Double double uh, e, double double e, which is just E's, for ease. Um,
1: <laughs>
0: but so WWE, double double e, uh, have obviously they have a creative team coming up with all of their fantastic storylines that they have on their weekly mm-hmm. shows. But they ha- they put out like a an ad for their creative team. So apparently, what they're looking for now is kind of like out. The box thinkers, so they're actually requesting people not necessarily requesting people, but they're putting out for their creative team hey, doesn't necessarily you don't need to know anything about wrestling, you don't need to be a wrestling okay. fan or anything like that. We just need creative people, to blah, blah 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 blah, which is fine. But so there was a, a young lady, uh, her name was uh, knise Mobley, she's a comedian based out of New York she's like been on like late night tv shows and things like that she's doing well for herself and Mm -hmm. she just i guess she decided yeah fuck it. i'll just i'll see what this is about and applied for wwe got the job lovely jubbly but then the controversy came when she appeared on a podcast which i have to my memory i didn't write this down uh, but I believe the podcast is called Asian Not Asian or something like that. I think it's like a, posted by a friend, like a, a comedian podcast. Okay. And she was like, hey, so I heard you got a job at WWE. And she was like saying, hey, yeah, I'm going to be part of their creative team. I'm writing for the their Raw brand, which is all cool. And then she said that... Like, oh, yeah, the, some of the characters on there, for example, like the WWE champion uh, right now is named uh, Bobby Ashley. Ooh. Which might not seem like a big deal, but obviously his name is actually Bobby Lashley, Bobby Lashley. not Ashley. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I admit, I think she did correct herself. Said, oh, actually, I think it's Bobby Lashley. I should probably know that.
1: The whole podcast <laughs> yes. went on. Yes, she should.
0: But then, apparently, like a week or two later after this podcast came out, she got released uh, from the company. Now, first, I will be the first to say I have no issues with her because, as you know, the wrestling fans can be crazy people and apparently they've all gone to like social media and stuff like that and started trashing her and blah blah blah, blah <laughs> not knowing anything. Okay. It's ridiculous, so she's gone all private and everything. But, I okay, think, no, no fault for her what? own WWE's asked they didn't ask for any experience so why would i be upset if someone who doesn't have an experience applies for a job how like just so i'm not like mad at anyone in this situation i just find it bizarre that let's just say right so i know of a show called um getting away with murder are you familiar with that show Mm-mm. okay cannot uh, say so i think it's on ABC, or it used to be an ABC, I don't even know if it's still going on, but I know of the Mm -hmm. show. But I have no idea about any of the characters or anything like that. So, But let's just say that they put out an ad for writers, and it just says hey, no prior experience of the show needed, we just want creative people, and I apply for it, and then they say hey, cool, we like your application, we'd like you to come in and interview for the job, and then I go and interview for the job, and then... I get accepted for that job and then I start doing the job at some point during the, the, all that happening I'd probably at least google the show that I'm potentially writing for and finding out some of the characters names <laughs> am I like crazy in that or
1: no you're not but at the same time so I haven't, follow- I haven't followed wrestling for a very long time and I, I was never backstage at a WWE event, but I understand like the writers get run through the ringer. Like you, you're oh, up all night, horrible. just re- writing and rewriting and rewriting, and, re- and then trying to convince convince Vince why why this needs to happen. And then he like, and then and then somehow they produce three hours of Raw a week, anyways, and um, then two
0: hours of NXT and then two hours of like. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I do not begrudge anyone not but that, that sounds like a horrible job to me, but I just found that quite a funny story.
1: Yeah. Uh, not, even, but, even if she hadn't told on herself like that, she'd probably have been fired in seventy two hours anyways. I, I understand it's 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 really a revolving door like that, man. It's that's what I understood at least.
0: Yeah, I don't imagine many people last long there. Because where they are right. either get fired or they just get sick of it. I know Freddie yeah.
1: Prince Jr. was there for uh, at least five years. Yeah, so. he actually did quite well there. Hmm. But on some good angles too.
0: Mm. But as far as I'm aware, he was like a huge wrestler because I think he grew up because his dad was a stand-up comedian. I think.
1: Hmm. Freddie Prince Senior.
0: And so he got because he was like friends with. Or like he knew like Richard Pryor and all that kind of era and that crowd, mm-hmm. and so I think somehow they met. He met wrestlers at a young age and kind of got involved in it and kind of got into liking. it So I think he's been like a lifelong fan. But yeah, <laughs> he seems like a cool guy.
1: Yeah, uh, I'd have a beer with him.
0: Wasn't he at some point connected to Sarah Michelle Geller?
1: Yeah. So this came up on last night's recording of the microdose. He's actually married to Sarah Michelle Geller.
0: Oh, they're still he's married. Just... They're still happily married. And...
1: I, I believe so. Good for them. So. Yeah, they seem nice.
0: Yeah. Did she do anything other than Buffy?
1: She did that, uh. I want to say she was on the Ghost Whisperer. You don't know what that is? That's probably for the best. No, it no, was no, a I, CBS I drama know. about a, a woman who solved murder mysteries because she could talk to ghosts.
0: Oh, I do remember that. That was so bad.
1: Yeah, Jamie Kennedy was in it. Um, someone else. I mean, a bunch of people were on it, obviously. But...
0: Yeah, no. that's. Let's move on for that. <laughs> um, another thing that came up in this week's uh, hot topics and news trending, whatever you want to call it. Perez mm-hmm. Hilton. Mm-hmm. Celebrity gossip guru extraordinaire. Uh, He came into people's shit lists uh, this week because uh, did you see the Britney Spears thing where she was talking about she wanted to have control over her life and her money again.
1: Mm -hmm. I've heard uh, some blips on the the local news radios and all that stuff but uh, yeah I I don't know much about it.
0: Yeah so she uh, I I think she mentioned something or basically people was like talking shit about Perez because he was horrible to her and blah, blah blah
1: blah. Well, wow. mm, he made a lot of money off of her mm. I know that much
0: Well, so he, so he came out and apologized apparently so he apologized What's... about how he treated Britney Spears mm. um, he apparently he, and I quote carries deep shame and regret for how he mocked Britney Spears uh, oh, and then he said, but he was like I, I can't say I was young and dumb I think we know a lot more now I was just concerned for her children okay so there's a couple of things in there so one he's he's not necessarily hanging he hanging his, his like thing on the whole i was young and stupid but he's kind of trying to mm-hmm. slide that in there mm-hmm. um and also trying to say i know i I had no issue with britney it was just i was just concerned for her children i'm such mm-hmm. a nice mm-hmm. guy um meanwhile <laughs> this guy so do you know billy eilish
1: uh yeah, oh, really yeah, Irish, right? yep. yeah so, i heard of some of her songs she's an interesting chick
0: yeah so a video came out of her when she was like 13 i think making like doing something like making fun of like an asian accent or something like that okay where it was like it's too, it's too stupid but and then most people was like yeah that was kind of bad but yeah, you know, you're an idiot at thirteen. Blah 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 blah. blah. And he, mm-hmm. Perez Hilton, comes out. And says, oh, can age be used as an excuse for something someone did? <laughs> Meanwhile, he's trying to use his age as an excuse. Considering, mm. so remember, this is the guy who said, "Hey, I only, I'm only worried about the children." He sold, so when Heath Ledger died, Perez Hilton put on his website a t-shirt for people to buy, spend their money on, that just had a picture of Heath Ledger, and underneath it said, why couldn't it been Britney? Wow. Damn like, it. Like. Yeah, one, one, that is not something you do if you're just concerned about children. Two, <laughs> dude, just you're, you're making fun of a 13-year-old girl who did some stupid, I think, Chinese mm. accents, and you're a 30-year-old man making money off wishing someone was dead.
1: Like, what a piece of shit. Yeah. I mean, it's good that he apologized, um, but here's the thing, you know, like, She doesn't have to accept that apology and it's he's done yeah, that guy did a lot of damage to her, just and got a lot of people riled up around her. Like that woman went through a weird Her many people have gone through a weird celebrity thing where just like again, she shaved her head and started smashing in a car window with an umbrella, man. Like people pushed her over the edge. So I mean, how many them? Who hasn't thought about doing that though? Yeah. hmm. But maybe, yeah, maybe just it's, uh, uh, there's a lot of hypocrisy there. Maybe he'll learn from this too. Maybe not. Um, I'm yeah, not holding my breath. Probably not. But yeah, people people think just because you're a celebrity or whatever, like you're you're not a you're a cartoon character. So they they feel when you can say something like, "Why shouldn't it have been Britney who died?" Like they're not really taking into consideration like you just. She's a real person with thoughts and feelings, and like, yeah, if I, if, if I saw someone with a teacher that said Kush Hayes should be murdered, I'd be like, what did I do? Huh? What did I, yeah, what's going on with that man? Well,
0: I, so. he just needs, from, unless he does, an they as bad as him, but he needs someone around him. Because I can totally understand in the heat of the moment, thinking, ha, this will be funny, this will make. This was people buy people buy this shirt though. Why couldn't it be Britney? Ha
1: ha ha! How do you it to be funny in your your itty bitty circle of friends, which is like four people and one of their their dogs. But, yeah, yeah. But he that, that, that he thing needed thing that one viral. person
0: in his life to be like, eh.
1: Like, I get why you would
0: find this funny, but uh, I don't think this is a good idea, pal. Maybe we should uh, not do this.
1: Bye. I've always wondered why there isn't a show. Uh, Show of paparazzi that follow the t- the guys on TMZ. That'd be hilarious. Like following them, right. whether in this, doing this shopping and things like that, it's just bother them. was mm-hmm. like, hey man, so what's on tomorrow's show? Oh really? You you got dirt on that? I can't wait to see it. How do you get that? Really? You know? Oh, what are you feeling? The, you know, the Beatles? Should they? Should we remake the Beatles? What do you know? Uh, you know just 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 bombard them with questions. We're like, hey man, I'm just. Just trying to buy, like, some asparagus here. Would you leave me alone?
0: (laughs) TMZ on TMZ. Yeah. See, I like it. Just call it, like, Their Own Medicine. That's TV. Their Own Medicine on TBS. Ah, But speaking of new shows, because someone's going to pick that up. How are you a big fan? I imagine you are. You're a... strike me as one of those guys that loves a good dating show on TV. Am I no, reading you correctly?
1: You're not wrong necessarily, man. There used to be a show called The Fifth Wheel. Are you familiar with this, Mike? This was a 90s thing. pre Super pre-9-11. <laughs> okay, that, is that how we're <laughs> working time now? Okay, so, it's it's kind of like Blind Date, but it'd be, be one dude, or one woman, but in this case it's one dude, and he'd have a date with four women at the same time. And they go to, you know, multiple locations. And after each location, you're like, okay, so we just had a great time at Rendezvous X, whatever. Um, but you were giving me the side eye, so you're cut. And then he's down to three. And then it would be great to just bet with friends on, like, oh, I got five bucks to so that. He's going to cut this chick next. Like, uh, you know, it's, you, you can make some good money off the fifth wheel, um, so, but Wait, so I, had, it... you know, that was the last time I saw a dating show per se.
0: So, was it like per, like dish? So he'd have like four people with him, and mm-hmm. then after the starter, he would cut one of them, and then after the main so, course, like, he would cut someone, and after the dessert, no. he would cut someone. He was left with the, the love of his life.
1: <laughs> Definitely not that cooking. No, they would literally like, all right, let's go get some coffee. All right, we all got coffee, and number three, you're cut. Now let's go to the bar. We all got a shot. Everybody got a shot. Let's do a shot. Okay, number two, you're cut. Now let's go to dinner. Uh, and uh, number one, you're cut. And then they go dancing or something. And she just, they decide if they're going to still be a thing. But that's, that's how that, that was the format of that show. Wait, what you know was what also one? was fun is Joe Millionaire was fun. And uh, The Littlest Bachelor, I think. The Littlest Groom. The Littlest Groom was a reality show during the big reality show boom. Okay. Or right around Joe Millionaire time. It was on Fox. And they, they set up a little person with ten normal women and, like, five little people. And he, again, like on The Bachelor or any other show, he, he counted them off. Um, it was two episodes long because it was a mini series. Ugh. Ugh. No one got that joke until until I just explained it to you. So, boom. So that that's my experience with the dating shows, Mike. But you got a new thing coming out of the UK. Yeah.
0: So wait. Before we get into that, though, because now I've just dropped my memory. Did you ever watch uh, Flavor of Love?
1: With Flavor, I I peeked in on that. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I peeked in on a couple episodes. I wasn't into that because it was just creepy. Well, just, the only was, thing was I was creepy.
0: The best, that was creepy. That features the best scene ever in any dating show ever created ever in a universe is mm. when Flavor Flav is standing there talking about, hey, this is this kind of show we're on and blah, 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 blah. And there's like 20 women mm-hmm. standing there. And I guess one of them really needs to go but she didn't mm-hmm. want to leave the group and so she kind of shuffles her way to the back of the group and she just <laughs> squats down and just takes a dump live on the set
1: I don't Fantastic. remember that at all. Wow.
0: Fantastic. I, don't I remember know. New
1: York, I remember Hoops. I remember um I don't know, know you can find one. it on YouTube. I don't know. Maybe you
0: don't want it's to. Probably, on it's probably
1: it's probably all though. over YouTube, but yeah, I don't need to see the chick pooping backstage.
0: But yeah. so <laughs> I was gonna say so dating shows now jumping shark, but that might almost be like a pun, uh, because Netflix have got a new show.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's uh, I'm not gonna, gonna well I was gonna say I'm not gonna tell you the title, but the title you already know, know the title. And the title's in the title of this podcast. Uh, so it's called Sexy Beasts, mm-hmm. and so they it's kind of like their new take on the whole blind date idea. Mm-hmm. And this whole, you know, well, we don't want people to judge people by their looks. We want to just... But their personalities, mm-hmm. man. And uh, so what they do... So it looks like it's either one guy or one woman who I think doesn't have to change their looks. But they... Well, maybe no. they do, actually. Uh, no, I think they do. I think they do, actually, judging by the previous They both so, do. So you remember that. Yes. But so everyone just has to wear these prosthetics to make themselves look like animals. Mm -hmm. And then they meet each other and then they decide who they love and then they get to see the real them. Like, so I was thinking like, oh my God, this is terrible. Fucking America. (laughs) Coming out with all more this bullshit. And then I find out it's, I I don't know how I missed this, it's based on a (laughs) British TV show. Like, what the fuck?
1: <laughs>
0: like, who? Like, so someone, somewhere, said, hey, boss, I got an idea. I don't know why I'm doing that accent because it's British, but. Like, I... <laughs> Do it! Do it! Roll like, with it, Mike! So I, so I got this cigar. So I got this idea for a new show, right? <laughs> So what, we're going to set people up on their dates, but they're not going to be able to Mm -hmm. see each other. Oh, why, are we going to blindfold them? Oh, no, no, here's the great thing. No, 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 no. They're going to make them look like fucking tigers and bears and What the f... And someone was like, yeah, that's a great idea, and greenlit it. (laughs) Now, this
1: isn't based on a Japanese or a Korean game show?
0: That... That would be more... But, no, someone some British guy who sounded like a 1940s gangster Actually,
1: came up with the yeah, idea. Gonna, gonna, we're going to get a girl, okay? She's going to be a beautiful girl, okay? Yeah, but here's the, here's the twist. We're going we're gonna to make her look like a porpoise, you see? Okay? She's going <laughs> to look like a dolphin, a bottle foot. Gonna, it's going to look really weird, and it's going to make you guys go like, ooh, four holes. Uh, uh, it's, uh, it,
0: so it's... When you
1: it, you sent me the details on this, I was... I was like, fuck, I gotta actually now watch an episode of this. And when I went to check it out today, I was happy to find out that, as of this recording, it doesn't exist yet. It, it's only a trailer. And I was like, ah, oh, yes, thank God. Yeah, this yeah, episode is out it,
0: in like, July
1: 21st. It looks. I mean, people are gonna talk about it, but it's it's got a very tired, very, very, very short shelf life, I wanna say. Um, yeah, again, tired. this. You could whoa, do this game cool show with just paper bags and blindfolds, like you said. Oh, uh-oh. you think it's got a short life? Which I
0: thought the same thing as well, but I don't know, apparently Netflix was like, "Yeah, we like this idea so much, we're gonna buy two seasons up front."
1: Hmm. They do that though, but what like was that twenty episodes? All know, man, uh,
0: it's gonna be like net, most stuff now is like what, six to eight episodes? hmm I mean, this is not episodic, so I can't imagine there's going to be a need to do that many. <laughs> but I'm, I'm hoping it's only going to be because I know I'm going to watch this in the end. I'm just going
1: mean, to... If, shit, if smart, they release it weekly. That, this is the thing that should be released weekly so that you and I have these conversations more regularly. Like, yo, man, did you see the scarecrow and the porpoise? Yo, man, that shit was crazy. And then she was like, no, man, you're made of straw. Why would I do that? Oh
0: god! Is it, are we gonna to have to do a second podcast? Like Waffle Bugs talk sexy beasts. I mean, I wouldn't
1: be surprised. Oh god! Coming soon. You, you seem to be already into it. Like it seems like you, you're definitely going to watch this, and I, I, I feel a hundred percent confident that you're going to tell me about it in four weeks.
0: Well, let's watch the first episode before we decide whether we're gonna dedicate a whole podcast about it.
1: But oh, we don't have to dedicate a whole podcast to it. I'm just saying, like, it would come up in a segment
0: this week on sexy beasts. So we got a tiger
1: <laughs> and a
0: lamb and a
1: monkey. Here's what's up. We're we're gonna create a podcast where we talk only about the Tokyo Giants and sexy beasts. Mm. I, I'm a big so fan this, of niche
0: podcasts.
1: Yes, you are. It's gonna do. It's gonna be huge.
0: It's gonna be huge. See, it's gonna be
1: huge, kid. I, I tell you,
0: the kids in Kyoto, Kyoto are gonna
1: go crazy for it.
0: <laughs> Kyoto isn't. Isn't Isn't that already a thing though? Like, what's it called? Um, what is that weird fetish thing where people dress up like animals and Furries. just meet up? Yeah, isn't that? Isn't this basically that?
1: Yep, yeah, a little bit of that. <laughs> Maybe a little out? bit of that. <laughs> It's
0: just like a PG version, I guess, of that.
1: I have a feeling there will be one or two episodes where there's someone absolutely from the furry community. It'd be really weird if they didn't cast someone from it. But I've, most of the times, people are just like, oh, this is a fun idea. This will be something I can tell so-and-so down the road. You
0: know. by, by the looks of it, the, the, the makeup looks very good. Oh, yeah. So no, they've, super they've put profet- a lot of money so they- into it.
1: the 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 majority of the budget is in the makeup. Oh,
0: yeah! Because imagine the rest of the show is just them sitting at a bar. (laughs) Probably, probably. Yeah, I imagine this is very. uh, Speaking of, look at this segue. We are just like episodes We are smooth. Talking about bars. Um. So apparently, so. another story where i just learned so much about the world that we live in right now so Mm -hmm. apparently so okay i i tried reading a couple of articles about this story to try to get my head around it but i still Mm -hmm. couldn't so obviously is it hasbro uh the makers of monopoly is it hasbro
1: I think Hasbro owns Monopoly now, but the Monopoly used to be Parker Brothers. At least when I was growing up, it, oh, okay. I'm sure, sure someone acquired somebody, and yeah, but uh,
0: right. So I think yeah. So I think Hasbro. Who it doesn't matter. Anyone so the, doesn't pert- matter. the people who have the rights of Monopoly apparently uh, mm. agreed. So a British company kind of co-signed this deal where they would make very localized versions of the game.
1: Mm-hmm. We we have San Francisco Monopoly. I've seen it. I haven't bar- I I don't own it, but we've we've seen it.
0: But so this company based in the UK making localized versions of Monopoly, and mm-hmm. one of the first places that this company that's based in the UK chose was Worcester, Massachusetts. But of course, mm-hmm. that's the first place I would think of doing anything if i was in the uk like before i i, I ended up living in jersey but this is my second choice cuz Worcester Massachusetts mm-hmm. was uh taken or something like but yeah so there's this bar who's i like, heard this and so rather than i so i'm guessing rather than street names they're having like places like bars locations, and restaurants and things like that mm-hmm. on on the and so this bar Ralph's Tavern was trying to get oh, involved Ralph. in this and wanting Ralph's Tavern to go on um, on this Monopoly board. So they was like, okay, let's try this, this Monopoly-themed uh, promotion. So for two hours, I think it actually took place last week, maybe like the 21st or something, of whatever. It was on few. Wednesday. It was on last Wednesday. Okay, so it's about six yeah. days ago. So for two hours between four and six, they would accept monopoly money as currency okay mm-hmm. but obviously for legal reasons you can't give alcohol away for free or even through fake money so obviously they had to work out some ways so you had to still spend real money on alcohol but if you so they did like uh, you could spend five dollars in monopoly money to for the cover charge I think it was ten dollars for hot dogs twenty dollars <laughs> Of monopoly money. This is not real money. It's like twenty dollars of monopoly yeah, money on non-alcoholic Jello shots, which is so it's just a Jello cup. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. And it's I think a, it's probably
1: this big too.
0: Yeah, I mean it's fake, but you still have to buy it's, the it's anyway. It's fake, but yeah, it's fake money. And a hundred dollars for like entry to a raffle for
1: some swag mm. and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. The worst thing so, is what is happening is you are you are defunding your own personal monopoly game. Yeah, like, you can't
0: play that monopoly game anymore. So no. gonna, <laughs> that's ruined <laughs> family Christmas comes around, Thanksgiving. No.
1: You fuck that, that's, that's the most the consumer is losing. Now the 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 proprietor of Ralph's, who I hope his name Ralph, is uh you know, he, he's out 33 cents on a hot dog, 25 cents on a jello shot, but I I feel like he could just Give this company in the UK or wherever it's located. Just give them two thousand bucks, and they'll put them. They'll make him Park Place. I, I mean, however, it's this seems to be a good gimmick. It seems to be a good promotion. We're talking about it. It was I googled it. There was one talking about it's coming up, and then I sent you the follow up article. Like it happened, and that's that's why you know about 20, 20 fake dollars in hot dogs. Under um, the yeah. price points. But I you... gotta say though these these localized monopoly games like your Worcester, Massachusetts, they probably have the the best selling ratios, man. Like you know, like for every ninety nine people there, uh, eighty have them. I, that's just a guess. I don't know.
0: But did you did you see, I did. Did you look up Ralph's Tavern?
1: I didn't. No. I mean, I'm sure it's really rinky dinky.
0: It's the Diabiest of diet bars so I, I did see like, it was like
1: over 90 years old there was a big thing like we were the first bar after Prohibition <laughs> but I'm just like, so the first thing
0: I had thought was like, like I appreciate it's part of the gimmick but I was like who who the hell is going to be wanting to pay $5 as a cover this is not the establishment that people are mm. lining up to pay $5 cover charge
1: to get in it you know what, I bet was... this was just a, a one-time thing. You know, Maybe, maybe he has a bark. Uh, is, is the place big enough to have a band? Did, were you able to notice that? I imagine so. But I, I looked on the Yelp page,
0: and mm-hmm. they have like two photos, and one of them is of a cat
1: mm-hmm. sitting on the bar. <laughs> and that's the kind of place we're
0: talking about here.
1: Oh, that, that's a very East Coast thing. Cats and establishments. Well, they, It keeps out the rats. <laughs> so, and I get it. Well, the, that, that bar has been there 90 years. There's probably a rat or two in there.
0: Well, what um, I do
1: kind of like, what I hope
0: is like the happy ending of the story is that Ralph of Ralph's Tavern was somehow came across all of these Monopoly games that didn't have any money. And so he's like, I know how to get some money. And so he's going to like, he just, well, he just did this just to fill up his games full of money and he's going to sell them
1: on eBay and make mm, a bunch of money. I mean, Monopoly is a big deal, dude. It, I, I can't tell you how many units are sold, but it's it's big enough to where people just collect it. They don't even open it. They're like, yeah, I want San Franciscoopoly and Worchesteropoly and New Yorkopoly and uh, you know, they, they they collect them. Um, there's actual speed Speed Monopoly contests. Like, if you've played That's Monopoly before, it yeah, probably it takes you, like, like hours to play. Yeah, same thing for me. But guys are doing it in, like, 20 minutes, maybe faster. You know? is um, a big deal. So I think this guy... It was a smart move to bet on almost all of his patrons have Monopoly that they haven't played in 20 years in their closet. And just probably the cover charge again it's probably the only time he's ever done that and again it's fake money so we're like shit I'll, I'm going to pay for the guy behind me too yeah pay forward pay it forward exactly so it it, se- it seems to be a fun gimmick seems to be paying off i understand the company only makes this game every 5 years which is also surprising so yeah he he wants to get in on that next edition man it's good for his business Every
0: five years, and they chose Worcester, Massachusetts. Like, no offense to Worcester, Massachusetts, but it just doesn't <laughs> seem like the, the sexiest of locations.
1: Yeah, I, uh-huh. uh, I've never been to, to Massachusetts, period, but I, I understand, like, the pride is pride is huge over there. Like, oh, yeah, 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 so yeah, someone from Worcester, just... Massachusetts, now might drive to where you are in New Jersey, locate you, and then punch you in the jaw. Uh, it's not impossible.
0: I'm just thinking from a possible. marketing strategy, like, because, because like you said, like, you know, because of the hot, like, cause the, the the touristy locations. You know, someone from Ohio might be like, oh, the New York version of Monopoly, that's fun. The San Francisco, mm-hmm. that's fun.
1: Boost the but there's also juices. Star Wars Monopoly and GI Joe Monopoly and Simpsons Monopoly and, and Call of Duty Monopoly, like uh, Super Mario Brothers Monopoly. Like, it's it's baffling, like how many editions there are. It's just Monopoly, but they, you, you change one block, it's a whole different game now. Um, yeah. So I'm not surprised. There's Worcester Monopoly. I bet there's there's King King's County Monopoly. Um. Etc., etc.,
0: etc. Big up, Worcester. Worcester.
1: Massachusetts. Worcester. Worcester. There.
0: Is that where John Cena's from? No, he's from West mm. Newberry. West Newberry.
1: <laughs> West Newberry, well, Massachusetts. That's Wait for least that what... in
0: five years. Wow. Well, Just jump John Cena on it. Right? Every,
1: every square. Poor John Cena. Poor, Poor John, John Cena. Cine. I feel bad for John Cena. He's a good dude. Works hard. He is a good dude. Speaking of
0: John Cena. You're really good uh, with your Even though. Stick. Even though. Thank you. Even though apparently you can't see him, you did see him recently uh, in Fast 9.
1: Uh, F9. The Fast Saga F9. The ninth in... edition of the Toretto saga, the, the the tenth movie in the actual whole franchise. Um, now, Mike, we had we had Hobbs and Shaw only two years ago, uh, but it's been four years since the family reunited. That was 2017's Furious, really, uh, or Fate Furious? Excuse me. Yeah, four years so, since the last twenty seventeen. Wow and you know it's fast and the furious so it did really well it's very entertaining but then something happened we were supposed to get fast 9 in 2019 but people went you know what that dynamic between the rock and jason statham that was just fantastic we need to get that movie greenlit and rushed and they did that and vin diesel was like oh all right well we're just gonna come out in 2020 it gives us next year to polish this gem a little more Add some more to the special effects. Think out mm, some things. Gem. It's, gonna, it's gonna be wild, all right. And then COVID happened, so we had to wait a whole other year. Um, so it's Vin props, fault. No, no, not necessarily. I would say Equals I would COVID. say props to them first of all for just delaying everything a full year. They just went, yeah, this this COVID thing is real. So we're not gonna we're not gonna be optimistic and say we'll be out in uh, September or now October. Or now December. 2021. We'll see you then. Check in on us again. But since it's been four years, this movie was wildly disappointing. Uh, I'm a huge fan, as you may or may not have told. Um, And it's just... Yeah, it's under two and a half hours. And it's just... There's so much fat on this. Um, There's a lot of cool stuff in it. But then there was a lot of fan service that maybe didn't necessarily need to happen, or they didn't have the balls to go further with. We can talk about that in a second. But, uh yeah, Mike, so what wait, would you like to know we... about Fast 9? Do we want to do spoilers? Because I don't care. Well,
0: I'm just shocked, quite frankly. I need to take a step back. on. This. So what you're saying to me with a straight face, Kush Hayes. That's me. Is that the ninth installment in the Fast and the Furious franchise was underwhelming?
1: Who would have thought? I, disappointing. Disappointing. I think that's a, there's a difference. Uh, I don't want to get into that, but I don't can there's much of a difference. Hmm. Like, it's like if, might be, it might be semantics. <laughs> might be semantics. I think you uh, might this. It should there. have been much better. It should have been much better, especially when they were trying to listen to fan service. Um again, how how far do you want me to go into this review, Mike? Cuz again, I'll I'll spoil shit. Uh but we should let the fans decide if they want to be a part of this. I'm going to say up front 2 out of 5. It sucked. <laughs> would you like to hear why it sucked though?
0: <laughs> I I would. I would love to cause... Okay, well, I'll, So I'll... wait, so as far as what so what we what we know from the trailer mm-hmm. before we dive into spoilers is that Vin Diesel I can't true. remember I don't remember the characters names Dominic or Domin- Dom the bull dummy uh has a evil half brother True And this is true he is John Cena.
1: Also true. That's so Papa Toretto, as he much, uh, he know. apparently gets around. Now, he uh, he's apparently Italian because Toretto is an Italian name and it means the bull. Mm-hmm. But apparently Dominic is Hispanic and Jordana Brewster we're just going to call it Jordana Brewster she's She's something else, and uh, John Cena, as uh, Charlize Theron will make a note of in this film, he's got some Nordic blood in him. Because of his his, his cut chin, his, his cleft chin. Uh, they, they make a, a point to call that out. And I was like, who, who, who's giving this man custody of all these kids? Because <laughs> Papa Toretto is a professional racer. Uh, he's not doing any of that street race bullshit. He's at the track. Um, we get lots of flashbacks on the on the toretto past we uh, i don't know how much you watch the series mike but there's always been this through line of uh dom is, dom's first criminal record was beating a man to death with a wrench and uh, uh, we get to see that classic. finally oh wait they actually show it yeah we get we actually finally get it uh
0: you get to see the, baby groot with a wrench <laughs>
1: Outstanding. Yes, we do. He's a uh, baby. John Cena gets into a fight with uh, an opponent uh, on the racetrack. Uh, Papa Tornado has died. He he has been burned up to death in a violent ball of fire because it would turn out that John Cena actually sabotaged his engine, and then uh, this one racer bumped into the wall and just fireball. <gasps> <laughs> And, and and Dom's like what? And, and no. Ba- ba- baby John Cena's like, Oh my god, what did I do? And, oh, I uh, can't see this. And it's we we finally get the aftermath with we see the wreckage of the car and John Cena's catches the guy who bumped into his dad and he he's trying to give his respects. He's like, I like he knew he was gonna bump him into the wall. I didn't know he was gonna into a ball of fire, Jesus Christ! I, I'd have done something else. And they get into it, but then Dom interferes, and ultimately beats this man to death with a wrench. Ultimately, wait, sending wait. him to prison. <laughs> wait, wait. Questions, what?
0: Mike? Yeah, no, I have, I have a question. So, okay, so they're obviously on the racetrack. Mm-hmm. And their dad gets bumped into a wall. Boom. Ball of flames, dead.
1: Mm-hmm. Violent ball of fire, like it's, it's just like this is PG thirteen. Jesus Christ.
0: <sighs> so, but so where, so where did baby Vin get the wrench from?
1: Oh, uh, it's it's a racetrack. There's toolboxes r- everywhere, uh, and there just happened to be one right next to his dad's wreckage. Seems sus. <laughs> well, maybe it seems forced. However, maybe maybe that's, that's what the caused story. the accident. He
0: just drove over a toolbox. Uh, no, it's,
1: it's heavily implied that John Cena sabotaged the engine. Why would John Cena want his dad dead? He didn't want his dad dead. He wanted his dad to lose. Oh. Yeah. It, it, it's, compl- it's complicated. It's complicated. It's complicated. Don't worry about it. However, oh, uh, Dom went to jail. He eventually gets out, and then uh, him and baby Cena street race, and the, the, the stipulation is if, if John Cena wins, he can come home, home and not keep driving, and don't ever come back, and as you may or may not have guessed, John Cena loses. This By the way, it's not John Cena what, when we're talking about baby John Cena. It's, well, he's no longer family. You killed dad, well, you're out of the family.
0: That's such a ridiculous way to run a family.
1: Dad's dead, Mike. You lost the street race. You're out of the family. Get the fuck out.
0: That's right. Me and you, rock, paper, scissors. If you lose, keep rock, paper, and scissoring on the way to the sunset. I don't want to see you again. You're dead to me. If you can't rock, paper, scissors correctly. Why would that's... Just either kick him out or accept his Mm. apology. We'll go to therapy, well, we, uh...
1: I don't know. So, after all that, we, we finally bump into adult John Cena like 25 years later. I don't know, but it, it's on a mission where Kurt Russell's plane went down. And so the only people who can solve this mission are the street racers. and Wait, uh, he, who's plane goes down? Kurt Russell. He's a character Kurt in this. Russell is do in that. this? He plays Mr. Nobody. He's, he's been a thing since 20, uh, uh, Furious 7.
0: Ah oh, fuck! Now
1: I need to watch them. I, I'm I am sad that you haven't been watching them.
0: No, I didn't know Kurt Russell was in it. If I knew Kurt Russell was in it, I'd have watched it.
1: Uh, he plays Mr. Nobody. Uh, Scott Eastwood is in F7 as well.
0: I don't care. That's Clint Kurt Eastwood's Russell, son. That's what I care about.
1: Kurt Russell's badass man. He's great in this. He's a lot of fun. So, but his playing went down, and uh, the Fast and Furious gang go out to the some jungle. And they, they find, find one half of the MacGuffin. And then they, 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 they have to escape uh, whatever military they're, they're, the country they're in is in. And uh, yeah, that happens. We, uh... Are you familiar with the, the Tyrese character at all?
0: Uh, he's played by Tyrese. He is played by Tyrese. That was very that's, good. That's, I'm glad you're paying that's attention. As much, that's as much as my <laughs> knowledge.
1: He's the Joker. He's the clown. He's the ladies' man. He's the mouth. He, he's the smooth talker. Um, but he, him and he's jo- always uh, the him comedy. and Ludacris don't get on, right? Ludacris is also he, Ludacris is the technician. Ludacris and Tyrese
0: kind of have a, like a love hate relationship,
1: right? They're 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 best friends. They're 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 brothers. Come on.
0: I oh, do remember uh, that that the 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 video. I don't know if it. Had, I think it made it into the final cut, where Tyrese. Tried to make a joke about the rock, and the rock said something back, and like ludicrous. that's Furious Le- 6 Legit
1: *Fast and Furious
0: six. Spit, spit What's tick. it? What's it? What you, yeah, you like what's the called? Like, corpse thing is it?
1: So um, when in you, like, that legit. scene. Oh, spit take. Oh.
0: No, when when you like break character and you like you actually laugh on a scene, is it corpseing or something like
1: that? I've never heard that term before. I don't know. It's just breaking character.
0: Making it up. Anyway, carry on. (laughs) Where Tyrese get up soon for nine?
1: He he gets some wild revelation that like, hey man, what if we're cartoon actors? Oh, (laughs) what if we're like actually immortal? Like, I here's my jacket. I got shot up twenty four times. Like he he's definitely wearing body armor in the scene he's referring to. But then like he gets shot up here shot up here, and like I don't know how how familiar you are with body armor. I'm not very familiar, but I know there's no armor up here or here. But sure enough, like smoke is coming from that. So anyway, he's like, "Hey man, I got shot the fuck up. I don't have a bullet hole in me." <laughs> I, I he goes through a couple of near death experiences in in ten minutes to where he's just like, "Yo, what if this is like a movie? <laughs> what if we're." What if we're in some parallel dimension where we're like, we're just immortal? I don't know. I don't know. And and at first they they play it off, but then they they laugh at him. And they laugh it off. But he keeps proving them wrong. He Keeps proving them wrong, Mike. I, I don't know how say, deep. Like,
0: Tari has a realization that maybe I could be Vin Diesel's driver as well.
1: Ooh, I think. But that, I think that be, would be. A... I think that's unrealistic. That's, that's, that's unrealistic in get... every dimension. Let's get stupid now. Uh no, but wouldn't that
0: be a good way to say like let's just say they did like for ten, F ten. Fast X, or whatever they call it. FX. And then
1: right at FX, the end. That's by the it, way, is gonna be two movies. It can't be Fast Ten and Fast Eleven, it's gonna be Fast Ten Part One and Fast Ten Part Two. This is God. not a joke. Just to be No, annoying. it's I I'm confirming that for you. Oh,
0: Spoiler alert. That's
1: that's that's in variety. That's in all the trades. That's the thing. You heard it here first, kids. But yeah, I would like if, if
0: at the end of that that Vin Diesel dies mm-hmm. and then Dang, after I he dies it. it flashes up on the screen game over. Continue question mark, and it cuts out. It's just this kid playing a video game. And that's the end of it. The whole the whole thing was just a video game.
1: That would be amazing. I would have to spike my drink into the ground. That That would annoy so many people. But if they did it right, I could, I could see myself loving that. And then we'd have to reference this episode and be like, Mike, you fucking called it. Dude, I fucking called it. It This whole time. This whole time.
0: Because Tyrese, who's dropping the hints. Dropping the hints.
1: Yeah. By the time we get F ten, it'll probably be the close to the twenty five year mark of this franchise. So, yeah, man, that's uh wildly plausible. Wildly plausible. It would be if it
0: wasn't for the fact that they're still making money. This this franchise once it uh, no got one to says 10, shit has to end exactly. No, we, yeah. we get, so once a film so franchise I, has got to ten. And they're still making money for it. They're not gonna. They're just gonna keep that going until it. They're gonna run into the ground. We could very much see Fast and Furious Twenty. I wouldn't be shocked. I'd bet money on that.
1: Well, so so here's a thing that you're you're neglecting or you don't remember, but Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift was originally just supposed to be a spinoff. Now it's canon. It's part of the timeline. It's just in a weird order. But but once upon a time, it was supposed to be a direct to video spinoff much like what american pie has done uh it's universal so they they've there's there's maybe three extra trilogies of american pie now that have nothing to do with that kid who stuck his dick in the pie
0: so where does tokyo drift fall in? is it technically number three
1: or four tokyo drift is the third movie released but the order goes uh fast and furious Too too fast, too furious, fast and furious, fast five, Fury, uh, fast and furious six, then Tokyo Drift, then furious seven, fate of the furious, Hobbs and Shaw's in there somewhere, and then now Finine. F9. 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 That's why I'm going to call it F9. F9. I think that's the sound of like when the arrow just misses your head and it's it's vibrating by your beautiful
0: and that i think is a great way to end the
1: review my man we didn't even scratch the surface but two out of 5 this movie is crazy it's it's a lot of fun to actually talk about i think i think i could give you another half hour of this movie but no let's 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 close her out on a high note um it is not entertaining the... to watch unfortunately. I if, if we could have I wish wish they had taken all the flashbacks and just made made the movie out of that. I think that would have been way better. Um at least it wouldn't have made it two and a half hours. So um wait well, I for, at to... most wait for it on video. Or stream. Streaming, video, bootleg, whatever. Yeah, don't don't go to the theater for this. I didn't even tell you my theatrical experience. Well, We'll talk about that some Don't more. Don't waste your movie pass on this. Yeah, I mean, some people love it, but I, I'm not one of them, and I'm I'm an active fan. I'm a defender of this franchise. But it's I like even good.
0: the cliff notes on these movies because I'm shoot. Sure I'm. Do you have on one of your seventeen other podcasts that you're doing a full <laughs> review on this this show this movie? Right? Mm,
1: no, this I saved it for this movie. No. I did a written what? review. That's on the Bosnet family, that family. Don't oh, feel bad. Don't feel bad. No, 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 no. no. Uh, we rarely cover uh, recent movies in depth. So.
0: I think they got the, the gist of it though. I think if yeah. gonna, if, they, if you want to see it, uh, see everyone has already don't.
1: talked about this already. Like there, there's plenty of spoiler videos and and et cetera, et cetera out there. So yeah. Right.
0: I think we should wrap that up there because I'm getting rather, um, because to record this, to make my voice sound sultry and nice, I've had to close all the doors and my AC does not reach this room when the doors are shut and so I am slowly baking away. You're
1: probably like like five pounds lighter since we started, (laughs) which is not good for you. You're a very skinny gentleman already. Exactly, I'm not gonna be able to walk out of this room under my own power. <laughs> You're that dude who I go, God damn, will someone get Mike a fucking sandwich, please?
0: Please <laughs> do. Chicken and ch- get some, like, uh... what's it called? Pepper Jack cheese melted with some salami okay. in there. Yeah. I, like a sam- I like a good sandwich. I haven't been to Subway since pre pandemic, that's crazy, right?
1: I would avoid the subway. I, I I hated subway before this tuna bullshit. I hated subway before the yoga mat incident. Before before Jared was a pederast. It's yeah. I was never a fan of subway. Uh, it, I, I I'm a bigger fan of um. It, it doesn't even exist anymore. Quiznos, but there's so few of them because they're a shitty franchise. They're great products. Um, so they, shitty they still franchise. Exist.
0: You can still. Uh, I think I found one.
1: And unless you're part, you're actually part of the corporation. Your franchise rate is 50 percent. That's terrible for a restaurant.
0: I could be totally wrong, but for some reason, I feel that there's a Quiznos in the airport in
1: Aruba. Yeah, I'm not surprised for by so, that. I, for some I, I feel
0: I, there is, but I remember there being one Lakeside Shopping Center. Shout out to Lakeside Shopping Center in Greys, Essex, England, where I grew up. <laughs> There was a Quiznos there. Nice, it's beautiful stuff.
1: I I I prefer the Quiznos above above Subway by like ten, but, um, I, uh, but as, as just a business a practice, in... they overcharge your franchisees. That's why there's so few of them now. Yeah, but back in the day,
0: back when I used to work in an actual office, uh, there was a Subway right around the corner, and so that was like, if I just couldn't be bothered to think about what I wanted for mm-hmm. lunch, it was like, uh, oh, Subway. I don't know.
1: Sometimes you gotta settle for subway or the McDonald's or the Taco Bell.
0: We had subway in one direction, literally like two blocks, and then two blocks in another direction it was a McDonald's. Then we had a Chipotle in the okay. other, like, it was like and then just I mean it sounds like
1: a major downtown city. It yeah, it's like, yeah, it like uh, Ooh, Chipotle.
0: It Chelsea uh by so, does Chip- building in does Chipotle New
1: York. in the UK have the same problems it's had out here and what I mean is Chipotle has had like Five different like salmonella incidences or, or, or whatever kitchen bacteria you should not be ingesting, uh, on, on, a, on, a, on, a, on a, an American national level. Um, has anything like happened over there? Are you aware of? I don't know. I was only That's really amazing.
0: truly introduced to chipotle or chipotle, as I like to call it, uh, when I moved <laughs> here to America. But okay. yeah, from what I understand, they do love that salmonella. They're a big fan. Big fan.
1: Mm. I don't know how they remain open after that. Like, oh, not God. not an exaggeration, five times. Oh, I see what you did. That was beautiful. Did you mean to do that? Probably not. No, I don't know what you're talking about. That. <laughs> Just,
0: what, what is it? What, is, what was their issue with the sound? Sal- like, what, what was their main health risk issue recently?
1: Mm. I haven't followed it. What are you talking about, man?
0: Well, you said, how do they remain open?
1: Yeah, how do they remain, remain. open?
0: Remain, remain lettuce.
1: Okay, that's where the salmonella was coming from?
0: I don't think it was salmonella, but was, they definitely had some issues with the romaine lettuce, and I thought that was what he was going for. He was going to say, how do they no. remain open? I thought he was doing really clever. I was not. See? <laughs> ah, see, I, I have faith in you. But there you go. Maybe I'll edit it to make it look like you did. But anyway, that's enough. For Mike and Kush this week another episode of Waffle Box so yes make sure you follow all of the socials at Waffle Box P O D Waffle Box pod uh, if you need any kind of links as uh, waffleboxpod.com. box pod dot com can follow me at mr. Mike fish him at Cush underscore Hayes and as you said so on Friday you got a, another show coming out on Friday what, 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 what are we gonna come out on Friday to so remind the good people
1: Friday's Microdose number 74 with Drew Angelman. We're going to be talking about the summer movies that are still coming out. Uh, there will be a review of The Purge Part 5 on the Bosnet.family <sighs> as of today. Releasing today also with this episode the Kick-Ass Movie Podcast number 3. Me and director Lynn we were talking about Jeff Spiegel's The Perfect Weapon. I feel like that's all I should plug
0: right now because I do so much. Beautiful stuff. Uh, and if you do want to Hear me around if you're a big soccer fan. Uh, last two episodes of the Clarence Big Blue podcast, of the season one, wrapping up. Oh, yeah. We're covering uh, European. European? Don't want to say that. Euro 2020.
1: European. You're getting American. European. European.
0: <laughs> we got that European soccer league going on. Um, yes, check that out at cbbpod.com. Uh, but until ne- next week, who knows what we're going to talk about. I'm sure it's going to be something good because that's what we do here at Woffbox. Check that's us out at And until next week, take care of yourselves.
1: Hugs and kisses, and... baby.
0: He oh, just jumped into my Jerry Springer line now. Right. Hugs and kisses, that's what Kush wants. Hugs and kisses. Hug and kiss everyone. But until then. (laughs) Take care of each other. Oh, wait. Take care of you. There you go. Take care of yourself. Take five. Take care of yourself.
1: And each other.
0: You gotta sound like that. And each other.
1: And each other.